Thank you for listening to the River's Edge Church podcast. We believe God has a place for you to belong, people to be in community with, and a purpose for you to fulfill. Now let's listen to today's message. Get into the word real quick. Um, I got seven minutes because I said we'd be done by 11. Is that right? Six. Stop it. All right. All right, Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you right now, God, that supernaturally I can convey what you want me to convey in a short period of time. Father, I thank you that every ear and every heart is anointed and ready to receive. And Father, we just call everyone in this room blessed and ready to receive all that you have for them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. Revelation 12, uh, verse 11. This scripture rolled around in my heart. Uh, really, the whole, this whole last week, and really, this is the key scripture I'm going to give you today. And so if you get anything, get this scripture. And this is what it says. It says, and they overcame him, that's the enemy, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. I love this verse because it tells us that we as followers of Jesus overcome two ways. We overcome by his spilt blood. And aren't you thankful for that? That he spilt his blood for you and that it is finished forever. Right? But the other thing that it says that we overcome by is by the word of our testimony. And we've been talking during this series, Sticks and Stones, about the power of of our words and the two things that we need to see is that we overcome not only by Jesus's blood but by the word of our testimony or telling of what he has done in our life there is power when we declare the things that he has done three definitions I want you to have this morning one overcomer an overcomer is a conqueror somebody who prevails someone who gets the victory. Can I tell you, I like victory. We ended the EOU football season yesterday with a victory. And I'm pretty stoked to say that the, the thing that was the momentum changer yesterday in the game was Zach's fake punt where he ran for a first down. It was so exciting. I was like, huh, we know whose dad that guy, whose, whose kid that, that dad is because I was freaking out. Pretty excited. Is my voice a little raspy today? Because in that moment, I lost my mind. It was awesome. Um, but to conquer is to, over, to, to overcome is to conquer, to prevail, to get the victory. Um, two other definitions. Word. Word is something that is said or spoken out of your mouth. So this word here is not a word written. It is not a word thought. It is a word that is spoken out of your mouth. So they overcame, right? They entered into victory, they prevailed, they conquered by something they said. And the thing that they said was their testimony, which is a record or a witness. You ever hear people, can I get a witness? You ever heard that? You ever hear people say that in church? Some of you old schoolers, right? Can I get a witness? Right? People say that. Okay. Caffeine's good. Right? Hello. I made it. I made it strong. So good. Right, but it's to witness. It's to, it's to, to establish a record of what has happened. Right? And so it says here that the church, the believers, they overcame 
not only by Jesus' blood, by the things that they spoke about what Jesus had done. Can I just tell you, there is power when we speak about the things that Jesus has done. And you know what? The church has got to be way better about speaking about the things that Jesus has done. See, your testimony does two things. And these are my points today. Two things. And I am not going to make six minutes. I might make 12. But your testimony does two things. It reminds you of what God has done in your life, right? We need to speak about the things that God has done in our life because we need to be reminded of what he has done. Too many people go through life and God does something amazing in their life and they never speak of it again. And then they wonder why they don't have the faith believe God or something else right if the only testimony we have is from 25 years ago maybe it's time we start speaking about what he did 25 years ago so just maybe we enter into something new today the word says that he does a new thing See, it's good for you to hear from yourself what God has done in your life. You are the number one voice in your life. Do you realize that? You speak to yourself all the time. But you know what? There's two other voices that come along. Right? Holy Spirit speaks to you, and the devil will speak to you. <laughs> and some people think that it's all the same voice. It's true, because the devil will speak to you in your head. It's the same. So you need to hear yourself say what God has done. Your testimony is a powerful declaration of the faithful, miracle-working power of God in your life. And you need to hear yourself talk about it. You know what people, Pastor, you're always talking about when you used to get off work and you would come home and you would smoke dope and drink vodka and play Zelda till 3 o'clock in the morning. You know why I talk about that? Because I don't do that anymore. Aren't you glad? Because Jesus made a change in my life. He delivered me. He set me free. Salvation came to my life. My life changed and transformed. And now my hope is in something better than a doobie. That would be marijuana or a joint or drugs. My hope's in Jesus. Hello? And some of you have a similar testimony. But you don't ever talk about it. You know what? I tell stories about my life all the time. One, because you don't like it when I tell stories about your life. But two, because when I tell stories about my life and what God has done in my life, it reminds me of what he's done. And when I remind myself about what he's done, it gives me faith that he might do it again. Can I just tell you the children of Israel? How many times did they forget what God did? Hello? Just go read the Old Testament. You know, and if, if you're like me, you read it and you're like, are you guys idiots? How many times? How many times do you got to forget? How many times do you got to turn back from the things of God? How many times do you have to say, oh, I just don't think he's going to do anything? 
It's because they would forget and they would forget to testify. They wouldn't declare about the things that God has done. Instead, they would start talking about their situation and how bad things are. Can I tell you one thing? If you get one thing out of this whole series, it's to shut up. Stop talking about all the bad in your life. And instead, let your mouth declare the faithfulness of God and the places that he's come through for you. See, when we declare our testimony out of our mouth, we keep what God has done fresh and in the front of our minds. And can I just tell you, we need to keep the things of God fresh. Remember, Hebrews 13.8. Everybody knows this scripture. If you've been in this church for five minutes, you've heard it come out of my mouth. Jesus Christ is saying, yesterday, today, forever. Right? Can I tell you that if the devil can get you to forget what Jesus has done yesterday, you will doubt what Jesus is doing today and in your future. It's that easy. So if the devil can get you to forget what Jesus has done yesterday, you will doubt what Jesus is doing today and in your future. I'm sorry I'm human. By declaring what God has done in your life, you keep the things of God fresh in your life. People who are bored with their walk with Jesus have simply forgotten what he has done. So if you're bored in your walk with Jesus, you're just forgetting what he's already done. And you need to remind yourself and speak about the things that he's done, the places that he's been faithful, the places that he's come through, the times that he's done where only he can do. That needs to come out of your mouth. The other thing that your testimony does is your testimony inspires others. Your testimony inspires others. When you declare to others what God has done in your life, it gives them faith and hope that he will do it in theirs. When you declare what God has done in your life, it gives people faith and hope that God will do it in theirs. We have to remember Acts 10.34. This is out of the, uh, the Passion Translation. It says this. It says, Peter said, now I know for certain that God does not show favoritism with people, but treats everyone on the same basis. You know what that means? If God doesn't have favorites, okay, I'll be honest, I got favorites. Don't look at me like that. You all got favorites. Right? You're in a tough spot. There's somebody that you like to go to. Right? We all have favorites. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean that other people aren't important. We don't love other people. We all have favorites. God doesn't have favorites. And because he doesn't have favorites, you know what that means for us? Is that if he do it for one person, he'll do it for you. Right? So if he'll bless Josh and Izzy, guess what? He'll bless you. If he'll show his faithfulness to Larry and Diane, guess what? He'll show his faithfulness to you. If God will make me good looking, hey, God will do it for you. So, God does not play favorites. Can I say, this is why you got to be careful with what Jesus followers you hang out with. Because you get around some Jesus followers, and they don't have a testimony, they have a testifony. Okay? And what I mean by that is a testimony is this. Oh, Jesus saved me, but he's not going to do anything else. 
A testimony is Jesus did something, and he's still doing something, and he's going to keep doing something, and he's going to keep doing the things that he said he always would do. Right? Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He, that is either true or God is a liar. So if he healed once, he still heals. If he delivered once, he's still delivered. If he sets people free once, he's still setting people free. Can I just tell you, those are the people you need to be around. The people who are saying, God did this for me, and he did this for me, and he did this for me. You know, it used to really annoy me, in all honesty, and transparency, as your pastor. It used to really irritate me, and I hear people, yeah, I didn't have any food, and God took care of me. I'm like, really? Sometimes we're just being honest. And don't look at me like you've never had those thoughts. Right? See how subtle the enemy is? They'll come in and say, oh, come on, they're just, they're being hyper-spiritual. They're being hyper-religious. Can I tell you anything that gives glory to Jesus? That is not hyper-spiritual. That is not hyper-religious. Okay, he gets all the glory. And if somebody is telling you, you know what, I was broke, and somebody walked up and gave me 50 bucks, and I was able to put food on the table, I'm so thankful to Jesus, you should be going, me too! Right? If somebody looks at you and says, you know what, I had this ailment in my body and it wasn't getting better and I didn't know what to do, so I cried out to Jesus and it got better, guess what? You know what? You need to say, me too. Somebody tells you, you know what, I don't know how it happened, but I got fired and I ended up promoted. I don't know how that worked out. Jesus is all over it. You need to not say, well, you know, you just got a better job because you're awesome. No, you need to say the glory goes to God. We need to give Glory to him, and your testimony does that. And you need to hang around people that are giving glory to God for the things that God is doing in their life. Why do you need to do that? Because it's going to build your faith. It's going to stir up your hope that, you know what, just maybe God will do the same for me. So we need to allow that to happen. Mm. Okay, land the plane. If you want a more overcoming life. Simply do one thing. Surround yourself with people who are always declaring the goodness of God in theirs. If you want an overcoming life, surround yourself with people who are always glorifying God for what he's doing in theirs. Because what will happen is that will get off on you. Right? And the next thing you know, You'll start getting some God stories yourself, and you'll start speaking those things out. And guess what? You will start stirring up each other, and there'll come a point in time where you're like, bring it on. Right? Bring it on. I just tell you, when we were in L.A., me and Nathan had a few of those moments. Because Nathan and I would get to feed on each other. And we're like, we can beat traffic. We can do this. We can conquer it. We can take over. so awesome. We all need somebody in our life who will say, he is well able. You are well able. Because he who is for you is bigger than he who is against you. Amen? Can I tell you, if God would be faithful to someone else, God will be faithful to you and you need to hear it. Let's be a church that talks about how good God is. Amen? And this morning, we're going to have that opportunity for some people to get up and declare how God, good God is.
They're going to get up, and they're going to give you a two-minute snippet of a week-long a, a week experience in their life. And my hope is that it builds your faith and makes you go, you know what? I can do that. Or you know what? I can win. Or I can overcome because of what they have to say. 16 minutes, not bad. <laughs> Even with my faux pas that I'm going to hear about later. <laughs> Father, I just thank you this morning for your word. God, I thank you that you desire us all to be overcomers, God. And you've given us the ability to overcome. If you would like more information about River's Edge Church, please visit our website at visitriversedge.com or you can follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Thank you for listening.